Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. Each week we tackle one messy money topic that my clients or our guests are navigating and how they've moved through that mess to become magnetic with money. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Messy to Magnetic. I am recording this podcast episode with a puppy (laughs) in the room with me. Um, We got a puppy over the weekend and we're just going to see how this goes. I've spent the last few days figuring out like when is he most likely to take a nap? When is he really active? Um, Ironically, Monday, Tuesday, I had calls and podcast interviews during his very active time. (laughs) So now I know 2.30 p.m. is not a great time for calls for me. Um, But anyway, so we're going to get this episode recorded. And um, I mean, obviously, I can just have anything edited out that doesn't go well. But I'll let you know at the end how it goes. (laughs) So let's dive right into today's topic, because I think this is going to be really helpful for so many of you. And I want to preface this by saying that I read a really interesting book recently called The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett. And he's got a podcast and YouTube channel um, of the same sort of name. But what's so what I what I loved about the book is that it's just so practical. Um, It's very straightforward, like the language that's used and the stories and the examples um, really, really like value-packed and really straightforward and digestible. So there was one part in particular when he talks about beliefs. And this is something that I have been thinking about so much lately and having conversations with in virtual summits I've been a part of, podcast interviews I've been doing. And that is just this idea of our beliefs about money, uh, limiting beliefs about money, money mindset, And all of what I think is just kind of the crap that is um, circulating, that is taught, that is um, shared with women, with entrepreneurs, with business owners about how they should be thinking about money and wealth and making money, right? So I wanted to share just some of the information that I learned from the book and sort of my own thoughts and perspective on it and how it relates to money, money mindset and beliefs about money. And I hope that in this very quick conversation today, I can give you just a few new things to be thinking about and a few new ways to upgrade the way that you're doing any kind of a money mindset practice or thinking about shifting beliefs around money. All right, so that is what we're diving into today. I'm really excited to talk about this, and so let's get started. Okay, so the first concept is around seeing is believing, and I'm not going to share the example that was used in the book because I really encourage you to listen to it, right? grab it on Audible, or read it yourself, but essentially he gives a really brilliant example of how 
we can want to change a belief so badly. We can really want to believe something, but there are a lot of instances when unless we can see that something can be true or that we see something is true, we cannot change a belief about it, right? We can want to change a belief about something, but without seeing proof, seeing evidence that that belief can be true, it can be really, really hard for our brains, right, to change their belief, to change its belief. And what happens so often with money is that, right, we have this belief about money. We have a belief about people who have money. We have a belief about what money means. We have a belief about what money will, you know, do or cause. We have a belief about how money is earned or spent or saved. And so there can be a lot of beliefs that you have about money that might really not be serving you, right? You've heard that before. And yet, no matter how much you want those beliefs to change, they may not be able to without new factual evidence, right, in your eyes, based on what you can see. I'm interrupting this episode really quickly to tell you about a brand new free resource that I've created for you. This is 10 proven ways to upgrade your relationship with money in 10 minutes or less. I am a big believer in taking action as we shift how we behave with our money, how we think about our money, and how we are in relationship with our money. Action is so key if we want to make any changes. So I don't want to just give you another manifestation module, list of positive money affirmations, and I know you are done with sleepless nights wondering how you're going to pay for it all and keep your sanity in check when it comes to money. Whether you're navigating a lot of credit card debt or you don't know where to start with a recent inheritance, whether you come from an affluent family or grew up with very little, whether you've budgeted in the past or the idea of having a plan for your money is a brand new concept for you, this guide was designed to support you wherever you are and help you just take your next step on your unique journey with money. So I invite you to come grab the guide, 10 proven ways to upgrade your relationship with money. And it is absolutely free. You can head over to my website, katiealmstrom.com forward slash 10 dash ways. And you can also find the link in today's show notes. All right, let's get back to the episode. So then what can we do? Something that I work with my clients on is looking for new evidence or creating new evidence. And this is actually something that James Clear talks about in his book, one of my longtime favorites, Atomic Habits, which is about how do we start creating a different identity based on new evidence that we pile up. And the evidence doesn't have to be like these big goals or things that we have created, succeeded at, reached, right? Um, a savings account or paying off a significant amount of debt, right? Instead, it can be, I have shown up for my money in a different way, right? 20 days out of the last 30, 
And so that's 20 times I've built up this little bit of evidence that I'm the kind of person who shows up for my money in this way. And that is the kind of scene that we need to believe that different things are possible, right? That new beliefs about money can be possible. So a specific example of this would be, I had a client who was really struggling to get her rent paid on time, right? And so she just had the story that rent doesn't get paid on time. Rent is always late. We are, you know, we aren't capable of paying our rent on time. We put money towards these other things and rent is just always late, right? You get the idea. And what we decided to do was, okay, let's just try to create some new evidence around this. Let's put a strategy into place where it's a daily reminder to show up for paying rent in a different way. And so we literally put a glass ball jar in the middle of the house with a label on it that said rent. And, you know, lucky enough, she had a service kind of role, service job, where she received cash tips. And so the new behavior, the new habit was come home every day from this job and put cash in the rent jar. Right. There's other sources of income that came to the family and that would color cover other expenses. But for rent, it was these cash tips from the service job go into the rent jar and right, that's how the rent's collected. And that very first month that they implemented this new strategy and had right the jar sitting out and the reminder to put cash in it they paid their rent early. (laughs) There was more than enough in the jar to pay the rent. And it was in on time for the first time in right months, like they couldn't even remember the last time they paid rent on time. And so now they've got this belief that we can pay rent on time. But it's not yet a habit, right? They haven't done it consistently over months and months and months. But there's new belief. I was listening this morning to a series from Jim Rohn, one of my earliest mentors. I am like name dropping a lot here, right? Like all my my favorite books and mentors and kind of bringing all these concepts together. But I think it's really, really um, important, right? This idea of like belief and faith and how do we, you know, create actionable steps that help us further that belief or that faith that we can make changes, right? So what Jim Rohn was talking about um, in the in the bit that I was listening to this morning is about how, you know, if you're in a foggy, um, like on a foggy road, right, you're driving and it's, it's foggy out, you might only be able to see 100 feet ahead of you. And so what do you do? You drive the 100 feet. And once you've gone 100 feet, you can see the next 100 feet in front of you. And, you know, so you, you can't see 200 feet ahead, but you can have the, the faith that you can go 200 feet, right? Because you go the first 100 feet and then you know that you'll be able to see the next 100 feet. That is so, so relatable here with money where, okay, I, I would like to be able to pay my rent on time, you know, for the next year. Amazing. Let's do it the first month. And once we've done it the first month, or once we've attempted to do it the first month, we get to see what the next month is going to be like. We can tweak our strategy. We can 
you know, bring that that new sort of belief that it can be done and have faith that it can be done again, right? But we have to start with, let's do it one time, okay? And let's take this bigger goal and turn it into a smaller goal and say, let's just do the first goal. And let's find a way that we can show up for it consistently and become the kind of person who shows up for this goal, right? Which is going to help create that belief that it's possible because we're the kind of person who shows up for it. All right, let's recap here. If you want to change a belief that you have around money, we've got to create or find new evidence to help change that belief. It is not enough to think your way into a new belief. It is not enough to use money affirmations, abundance affirmations, um, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself something different without actual physical evidence that you can see and that your brain can start to shift, right, your identity around that belief. And so if, for example, right, you're having trouble with a particular money goal, we need to create a strategy and put a point of focus on that goal, right, where you can show up for it every single day, where you can commit to taking action in a given period of time and show up for that action as often as possible, right? So there has to be action. There has to be physical evidence being created around this belief shift that we want. Now, it might simply be something like, well, the belief is that, you know, uh, wealthy people are evil or wealthy people don't, you know, help people or they don't use their money for good, right? You might have some a, a belief around that. How can you go seek out evidence to the contrary? How can you go seek out, like, where are there examples of where that's not true? Where can I find new examples, right? Because something else that Bartlett talks about in his book that I didn't mention is that, you know, it's a lot easier to change our beliefs when we want the opposing belief to be true, right? When that's helpful for us, when it is, you know, a truth that we want, that, that opposing evidence, we want that to be true. It's a lot easier to change our belief. So if we can go seek that out and find that new evidence, right, over time, seeing more and more examples of it, that can help shift that belief. So either you are creating new evidence by taking new action over and over and over again, or we are going to seek new evidence that right can help us shift that belief. So I just think that this is fascinating. I really, really just want to stress here that we can't just think our way to a new belief. Mindset alone is not enough. There has to be action. There has to be a strategy in place. There has to be a plan that you can, like I said, take action on consistently to help support that belief shift. So that's one of the things that I am really good at uh, with my clients is finding like, what is that thing that is not serving us? And what is a new action we can start taking to help shift that belief, which is then going to open up opportunities for, you know, success with our money, movement with our money goals way more easily now that we've got this healthier, different, um, you know, mindset around money or thought pattern around our money. I would love to hear if this resonated with you. So go ahead and send me a message in the DMs. 
And as always, would absolutely love it if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and a quick uh, comment about what you like about the podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, There's going to be a few edits. (laughs) Puppy did pretty well, but um, yep, we're going to, we're going to keep working on this. So, all right, my friends, thank you so much again for joining me and I will uh, be with you again next week. Bye for now.